Hi. <laughs> hey. This is Jose. Is it? Are you here? I'm here. <laughs> is this the ghost of Jose or is it The real? ghost of Christmas past. Is it? No. It's, been, it's me. I'm been, back. You've been missing, man. I'm back. Where have you been? Everywhere. You've abandoned me. Now I have abandonment, abandonment issues. I, I feel like a lot of people now think that Casual Friday is just you. Yeah, it could be. Uh, and that you've gone solo and that you killed me and chopped me up into little pieces. <laughs> it's New York. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But Oh, my God. Wait. No. Stop. I'm brown. I can't be talking about you. Can't no. put, you can't put that on me. Stop. <laughs> you could be confused for, like, the like, terrorist <laughs> right. round, too. Oh, God. Which we'll talk about. Who are you, by the way? Um, What do you mean, who am I? I introduced myself. Oh, everybody knows. It's Anita. Yeah. People know. In case you were wondering, yes, we're both still alive. No, we didn't get caught in the Chelsea explosion. Sorry to disappoint you. No, they love us. I know they do. Uh, but where were you? You've been gone. During the explosion? No, just in general. You've been gone the last oh, few episodes. Uh, you know, I, I went to Mexico for a little bit. Did some stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, went to Orlando for a little bit. Did some stuff. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, no, I just... Did Orlando. you use condoms? <laughs> <laughs> there might have been antibiotics involved. Oh, God. Uh, don't want to talk about it? Don't want to talk... <laughs> no. Uh, I, I went to Orlando, and I, ha- I was able to have, like, my first... Like, I've been traveling a lot this summer, mm-hmm. but I was finally able to have, like, my first real vacation. Good. Um, even though it was, like, a little ahead of time, like... Uh, but I had, like, my own, like, good, like, solid... Three days that I was able to just uncheck and, like, process my emotions and take care of myself. And it was great. Good. Yep. How do you take care of yourself? Um, a lot of alcohol. <laughs> so you take care of yourself by weirdly destroying yourself. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> um, good food, good people, mm. and a lot of stuff. But I wasn't around. You're you okay, other, people. You have other good people in your life. <laughs> I do have great people in my life. I look. That's I surround cool. myself with, with good people to take care of myself. But you're great people. Oh. Um. So yeah. No. I. I. I just. I get out. I literally have to get out of the environment that I'm in. That's yeah. making me stressful. Right. It's in order to take care of myself. And I did. I like went and I stayed at a resort in Orlando, and it was great. Yeah. I don't even think I talked to you about your trip to Orlando. It was. We don't wonderful. have to talk about it. It was wonderful. <laughs> It was great. Okay. Um, I got caught in a little bit of a hurricane, but it was fine. Right. That was happening. I, I ate food from a Wawa for a full day, so I don't... <laughs> oh, God. I, I wasn't, like, <coughs> happy. Like, my stomach wasn't happy with me, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You've had some, an interesting Oh, my stomach weeks. was not happy yesterday. Oh, what happened yesterday? Let's I don't even it. know what happened yesterday. Did I mean, you have I, cheese? Yeah, but I always have cheese. Cheese is not an issue for me. It's just... Except, like, today... No, no, it was it was like just like a slight pain today, but I had we had really good cheesecake today. Oh, Anita had Junior's, junior's cheesecake for, for the, the first, first time. time. Yeah, yeah, and it was all by surprise, but it was delicious. I was wondering, I was like, why is this shit so good? It's usually not good from here. Yeah, and uh, I just kept on saying it's so good, and then realized it's Junior's cheesecake. We saw the sign. It was like cheesecake yeah. from Juniors. Yeah, like oh. we didn't actually go to Juniors. We went to this cafeteria that we get food from. Yep. Anyway, um, what's been going on with me for two weeks? Because, you know, we're kind of homeless. So we get food from a cafeteria. <laughs> we do. <laughs> no, we still live like college students, even though we're like in our 30s. 
Uh, <laughs> no, there are like upscale cafeterias in New York. <laughs> Ever heard of Italy? <laughs> it's, it's the fancy soup kitchen. <laughs> I wear my best Crocs when I go there. Well, Crocs are expensive. <laughs> Um, <laughs> We're horrible people. Uh, I love that show, by the way. Do you watch Horrible People on no. Hulu? It's really, really good. It's funny. Um, actually, it's not called Horrible People. It's Difficult People. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Yeah, we're alive from the Chelsea bombing. You went to Mexico and Orlando. Yep. What did I do? I've, done, I've been doing some things, like, the last few weeks. I went to this LGBTQIA party by myself on Friday night. <laughs> You sound so proud of yourself for knowing the full acronym. Yeah, I want to be, you know, correct, using the correct terminology. Yeah. So LGBTQIA is lesbian, uh-huh. gay, yeah. bisexual, yeah. transgender, yep. queer, yep. intersex, yep. asexual, yep. agender. Aromantic. Aromantic. <laughs> but the Q can also be questioning. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I went to that by myself. And, and, and I, th- I don't know, like, I think we can just leave the T as trans because there's like different levels of trans i guess okay good to I know i don't know yeah i mean i thought it was primarily a lesbian party just because um there were so many women there so many women well women that were they look, self-identified women exactly i was gonna get into that yeah uh, you know i don't know if they were self-identified but you know from the outside they look like women so um but yeah i mean that's what i primarily saw the djs i think were women yeah um and it was this giant warehouse party and uh I had a freaking amazing time. Are we gonna give this this warehouse of, like a plug? Like, was it that? Good? Oh yeah, I went, I went to House of Yes. Yeah, it's in. It was like it's like four she blocks. Went to, she went to House of Yes. <laughs> it, it's like four blocks from my apartment, so I was like, well, if it sucks, you know, or I'm like, you know, scared, I can just like walk home. So I have to like, I have to pull up House of Yes's website so I can read the. Uh, their, the um, description. Yes. I've been wanting to go for a really long their time. Their description is the best. Thing ever because as soon as you log into House of Yes, like yeah. houseofyes.org, their tagline is literally the best venue. <laughs> and they they are. I had a great freaking time. I'm sure it is. I want to go to brunch there so bad. Let's they had a go. disco brunch. Yeah. Um, but they say, yes, we have created a space as a temple of expression dedicated to connection, creativity, and celebrating life. That's all you need to know. Like, that is all you need to know. Um, you are beautiful. You belong here. Welcome home. And that's how I felt that night. <laughs> but you know how, like, you have to throw on that voice when you say it? Like, you are beautiful. You belong here. It's like I'm at a... Welcome home. It's like I'm at a Tony Robbins conference, which we'll get to later on. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, so you went to this party. Yeah, no, so I've been looking for lesbians in New York for like four years. Ever Why? since I moved here. I don't know. I've just never really hung out with that crowd. I've hung out with gay men. I've hung out with, obviously, you know, like uh, cisgender, heterosexual uh, crowds, but never really like lesbians. You also hung out with purple crowds. Poiple crowds. Poiple crowds. I did do that. Yeah, um... But yeah, so, and for some reason, I've just never encountered them here. Like, gay men are everywhere. I mean, if you walk down, you know, friggin' Chelsea or we live in Grand Village. or anywhere, you can see gay men everywhere. We don't live um, in there, but yeah. Yeah, but just, um, I just haven't uh, really hung out with lesbians. So I've been looking for them for a real long time, and uh, I'm on the listserv for House of Yes. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you were like, I was on the lesbian listserv. <laughs> <laughs> the national lesbian listserv. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> right. No, um. The NLL, yeah, I know about it. <laughs> 
So I was like, oh, two birds with one stone. Let me just go to this party. And I want to check out House of Yes, which I've been wanting to go to. And I didn't have any friends to go with. Nobody was interested that night or, or they were busy. So I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm a little nervous because I've never actually gone to like a giant party by myself. I've gone to bars by myself, movies, things like that. Um, and I can make friends with people. But this is the first time going to like a thousand people warehouse, you know, and like make, just by myself. So I went there, I had a smile on all day long because, you know, the more you smile, the more you're happier and the more, you know, the better energy you're giving yourself. Okay. So it's literally just walking down the street, smiling at strangers all day long and people were smiling back and I was like, this is a good day. So I went, uh, had a, like, no one, I mean. Do you have like an, like a spiritual moment? Uh, it was weird. I mean, there were maybe three straight dudes in the freaking crowd and those are the people that approached me. None of the lesbians approached me. (laughs) No, like, I kind of feel sad that I didn't get <laughs> hit on by a lesbian. But yeah, no, but no, no. There was one lesbian that I danced with, and but I wasn't into her. And like everybody else, like was just like doing their own thing, and I was too. Like it was just great. I like I didn't feel this weird pressure, or I didn't feel out of place, or I didn't feel socially awkward. Um, just because the music was so good. So yeah. because I love dancing so much, and the music was so good, I just had a really good time. Um, but I ended up meeting a stalker, which I had to block him yesterday. No, you did? Thank God. Yeah, I finally did. So I met this dude. I went to go get food with him after. And then I went home. I mean, I had exchanged numbers or whatever. And, um... Don't he, exchange numbers. Like, you need, like, some sort of app where you can be like, what's Why your can't you exchange name? numbers? I deal with... Because straight, then you got stalkers. I... No, this is the first time. So, uh, he basically texted me maybe six times from, like, Saturday to Monday... And he called me three times and left voicemail saying like, hey, Nita, so, you know, I'm just like uh, in the city uh, shopping for a shirt. Uh, I might pick up a pair of jeans if I, you know, find a pair that I like. You're lying. Uh, No, I'm not. I will legit play that fucking voicemail. And it's, that's what he's telling me. He's telling me what he's doing. He's like, hey, um, so yeah, let me know what's going on with you. Give me a call back. Hey, Nita, um, it's Sunday and I'm having just like a relaxing day. You know, what are you up to? Give me a call back. Monday morning, he fucking calls me and he's like, Hey, Nita, uh, I haven't heard from you. Like, what's up? Uh, Give me a call back. Like, I haven't replied to any of these (laughs) voicemails or text messages. I'm just like, all right, now I'm fucking weirded out, you know, so I had to block him. You need to walk away from that. I blocked him. Yeah, of course. It's not healthy. Yeah. You know, just because he bought me a chicken salad sandwich doesn't mean I owe you anything. (laughs) (laughs) My vagina's worth more than a chicken salad sandwich. Yeah. I don't even want that fucking chicken salad sandwich. You forced me to have it was that chicken the salad only sandwich. Salad, it was the only sandwich option there. There was no consent with that sandwich. <laughs> yeah. So um, I went to a lesbian party and ended up going, you know, going back to eat with a male. Just kind of. A, who stalked you for like three days. Yeah. Who stalked me for three days. So <laughs> anyway, it was an interesting experience. Um. Only to you. And then I met another stranger, and I... Stranger danger! I know, people say that, but I don't know. I'm, like, fascinated by strangers and their stories. So, <laughs> which is, could be a plug for something that I'm working on. It, it, it was, like, it was like a non-subtle plug. <laughs> but they don't know that. Um, I know that. You know that. But anyway, I met a stranger, and who's a painter, which I will... Oh, I don't know this part. Yeah, I told you about him, right? No. So a few weeks ago, I went to go to this art show with my friend, and um, the line ended up being really crazy, so I went to, like, turn around and go home. And then as I was walking there, I saw this guy painting a mural, and there's murals everywhere in my neighborhood. You've been to Bushwick, right? So there's just murals all over the walls. I mean, I've been to your neighborhood, like, the one time. Oh, yeah, at night. You haven't gone during the day. Anyway, there's art everywhere. So I've never actually seen someone paint 
you know, it just kind of pops up. So this is the first time oh, I saw. Oh, you didn't tell me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I saw the guy painting. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then the next day I went back to that same neighborhood um, area because we wanted to get food. And I saw him again. And the mural had really transformed and taken shape. Flourished. It had flourished and, you know, turned into something more. And I was like, oh, hey, you know, I saw you yesterday. It looks great. Uh, I ended up getting his, like, information because I want to do this new project where I interview people and, like, find out about their journeys, about You mean you want to interview and stuff. strangers with stories? Strangers with stories. But let me get back to it. So anyway, I got his information. We exchanged information, and uh, I messaged him and told him, told him about this project that I want to do. We ended up meeting on Sunday um, during the day, and uh, we talked for three hours. And he told me his entire life story, and... He Did has a beautiful it? story. No, I didn't want to. He felt uncomfortable initially because he didn't really know, like, you know, what I'm about or what this was for. So he was a little shy. He told me he was a little shy. So I didn't bring my mic or anything. We just sat and had a conversation, and it was the most beautiful conversation. It was natural. I, I felt amazing because he felt at ease with me, you know. And um, and he just, just wanted to share his story. And he said, even if you don't, you know, ended up, end up doing anything with this, I'm glad I was able to share the story. And um, this person, I mean, he, he's, I don't know, I'm going to save it. I don't know if you want me to talk about it, but his, his story is pretty compelling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and he ended up, you know, he's 25 years old. Wow. Yeah. Only 25. He's from Chile. Uh, he came to this country when he was 18. Um, he was, uh, you know, he came here to help his family, and then he ended up staying to get a, get a student visa. And, uh, you know, things didn't work out, and now he's illegal. So he's been illegal for about... Undocumented. Undocumented, right? I'm sorry. We don't say illegal. Um, People for are about not legal. three to four years now. Yeah. And, um, and wow. That, yeah, it was just a really... It was just, I'm, I don't know anybody that's undocumented. That's a population. Oh, I know tons of people I know, who are undocumented. Yeah, you probably do. But I've never, you know, um, had experiences with that population. So yeah. it was really cool to hear his story. And just the way he talked about his life in New York is really... Like, very, like, he, I asked him, is, are you afraid? And he said, yes. But he's like, but it's also a beautiful life. Because I know, you know, this is something I have to cherish every day. You know, this is my one-time chance yeah. of living this life. Yeah. Because if I, you know, have to return, I'm forced to return, I can't come back to this country for 10 years yeah. if I end up coming back anyway, right. you know? So when I wake up in the morning and when I do things, when I experience things, I am doing things because I appreciate the value of this time. Yeah. You know, and it was just like this mind, you know, I don't know. This is like this very compelling story where I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I feel, you know, appreciative, but not appreciative all day long. I feel like, yeah, no, like, I don't want to go too too off topic, but like, I feel like a lot of people who are public health workers are like Mm -hmm. stuck in their own little like sections of public health. So like you and I are probably stuck in sex health all the time. Yeah. Um, But I almost like being from a state like Arizona and like. Having grown up around people who are undocumented and people who are, have undocumented families, like, my whole life, like, there's, it's never been a thing. Like, you just know they're undocumented, that are, they're undocumented, they're undocumented. You just yeah. you just know. Um, and he, he actually made a statement. He was like, I know Arizona is one place I just can't go to. Yeah. You know? And I was going to say, like, yeah. like there's... Because he was thinking about where could I go if I, if I have to leave New York, you know? And these are all things that you have to consider. And uh, he's like, I can't leave the country. You know, it's sad when my friends are taking trips. I can't go with he them. He can't leave the country. He can't yeah. He can't access medical care like other people can. He, he can't, can't go back to school. He wants to go to art school. He can't go back to school. If, if he's ever, like, in a problem where he can't provide for himself, he can't apply for social assistance. He's like, l- being an undocumented person comes with so many limitations. Mm-hmm. And so it really... 
And the thing is, the the it's the the risk of being an undocumented immigrant in the U.S. is huge. Is, is huge, but better. It's a better circumstance than being then back why, in their own country. One hundred percent. If these people are willing to risk why that, would they, yeah, exactly. You know, well, just try to think about that. You yeah. know, what what do they have back home that or, they're willing to risk all of this? Absolutely. And live in a cage, basically, because that was his. Those were his words. He said, "The more I'm living here, and the more the more years I've been in this type of situation." You know, initially he was like, "Oh, it's not a big deal. I can make it work." But now it's been a few years, and it's been like uh, my cage is getting smaller and smaller. I feel this, yeah, and there, this yeah. metaphorical cage now. In, in in Arizona, a lot of folk like to call it living in the shadows, mm-hmm. um, because it's like kind of this thing of like you you can only you can only do certain things. You can only go certain places. And the fact that, like, what? how old was he when he came in? He came in when he was 18. Didn't speak any English. Learned on his own. Wow. He's a very smart kid. I mean, it's, wow. it's, I mean, he's made things work until now, you know? I mean, it's still, he's still like, doing I don't well. Even, I, I don't even know, like, to, to even say if he, uh, if he qualifies for deferred action. Um, but Yeah. That's why I actually wanted to talk to you about this. We can talk about it offline. We can talk about it offline. But I I'm, like, really him. excited to see now what you're going to do with his story. Yeah. Or if he's willing to talk to you on the recorded. I want to meet him this weekend when he should be done with his mural. So I was going to hit him up on Sunday to um, kind of loop back. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, anyway, I'm I'm trying to work on a new project outside of Casual Fridays where I meet people, strangers, (laughs) because I have a weird affinity towards strangers. You do. Um, I know it can be a little dangerous, but I don't know. Just please don't get like assaulted (laughs) one day. I won't. No, when I met him, I was with groups of people. Um, But, you know, and I want to hear people's stories. And I, and I want to hear about, in New York City, you see all these people living alternative lives, living, you know, living these creative lives, following these things that you're not taught as a child is normal. Yeah. You know, we're indoctrinated to think that, you know, going into, like, business or, you know, medicine or being a lawyer or engineer or medicine, like, being whatever financially it is, secure. is what is ultimately going to bring you happiness and fulfillment, you right. know? Because, because... Our parents come from a generation where money equals happiness. Right. Well, they didn't have the luxury to be able to choose. Right. You know, so it's not really their fault. And I'm not sitting here saying it's their fault at all, you know? So no. the fact that we didn't even have this in our in our brains because of them is not their fault, you know? No, because they come from a different system. Absolutely. So for, for me, I've always struggled with this idea of having a creative outlet, but at the same time, you know, wanting to be secure and, you know... I've always like struggled with that, and that's one reason I moved to New York. Because I was like, I'm so I want to be creative, you know. Yeah. I want to live here and and you know experiment and do things and like be outside of my comfort zone, be outside of my box, and um, so I want to meet these people, you know, because they're they're normal here in New York. There's they're a dime a dozen, and yeah. they're paying New York City rent. New York City rent. How paying. are you paying New York exactly. City rent? Exactly. That's what I want to hear. How are you living the you know, how are you a full-time tarot card reader? I'm going to shout out our friend Nina, yeah. you know, and paying New York City rent because she's doing it, you know, yeah. and she's succeeding. Um, so I want to meet these people and I want to give them a platform and I want our readers to hear that this is an option for you if you want to do it. You just said our readers. Or I'm sorry. I always say readers instead of listeners. Viewers and readers. Viewers and readers. Yeah. I always fuck it up. Anyway. Our listeners. Um, our, our listeners. Exactly. So, and I want anybody who's listening to know that like, hey. These are things that you can pursue. These are paths that you can walk down on, you know, and because people are doing it. 
I mean, that's, yeah, no. I, and also, it's kind of to give myself advice, you know, at the same time, to try to figure out my own shit. I think that's the biggest thing, because we're all yeah. trying to figure out our own shit, and the only way we can figure it out is if we share our stories with each other and see what portions of your life you figured out that I haven't figured out, and what portions of my life have I figured out that you haven't figured and out. And how we can help each other. Right. You know, I really want to help this kid. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, for us, we work in academia and, you know, public health, so I think we have some type of leverage totally. to be able to help somebody like yeah. that. Who, or at this least, is not anything that I don't think he, he would be aware of. You yeah. Know? Or at least be able to say, hey, I know someone who has the resources. Exactly. Yeah. Or I can point you in some direction. Yeah. You know? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of what I've been brainstorming on. And hopefully I'll let you guys know about the direction of that project when I finalize and solidify everything. <clears throat> but in the How meanwhile, do we get on that project? How do we get oh, on that about Because I talked about, I met another stranger this weekend. Oh, yeah. because you met a stranger at the lesbian party. At the lesbian party, and then I met my stranger friend yeah. on Sunday for lunch. Yes, yes. So I guess we'll leave it there. I think your we- your ovaries are full of House of Yes. 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 <laughs> and, uh, strangers. and strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stranger yeah. things. <laughs> I, did I tell you that I felt like I had ovaries for a moment yesterday? <laughs> like my test. Uh, this what is probably. What does it even feel like to have ovaries? You can't feel. I your ovaries. feel like my left testicle went up inside me, <laughs> up. I felt it up in my hip, and I was like, "Oh, you want to become an ovary now?" Like, dear lord. Oh gosh, that sounds dire. I think that's. Are you okay sh- now? I feel yeah. Are, are they both I, like, out? I think are, I readjusted. Are the two out now? I'm not gonna like feel for them, but I think. Why so. not? I don't know. Let's go home and feel for them. Make sure they're, they're it's there. I will. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, send us an email, casual friend On in the that podcast. Testicular note. Um, yes. <laughs> Check. <laughs> don't choke. Check. Don't choke. And he doesn't have any balls in his mouth. Don't choke. Ah! <laughs> Check, anyway, all right. Check yeah. your balls for cancer. That's, yeah. that, that's the plug for sexual health in this episode. <laughs> check your balls for cancer. Um, yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email at casualfridaysthepodcast at gmail.com or twat us. At our twat. Um, <laughs> it's casualfridaystp on Twitter. And uh, yeah, email us, Facebook, you know, all that jazz. Do the shit. All that jazz. Uh, we'll have a special episode for you next week. And until then... Bye. Toodles.